On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Orlando Magic big man Wendell Carter Jr. Myself, David Steele, Jeff Turner, we sit down with the Magic player in his third NBA season. He joined the team just over a month ago, so he discusses the whirlwind that his life has been here the last four or five weeks. Also, his journey to the NBA playing basketball in a highly competitive city of Atlanta, Georgia, ultimately making the decision to go to Duke, and also some of his biggest influences, his mom and his dad. His dad has an incredibly touching and emotional story about his upbringing and how that helped mold young Wendell Carter Jr. Also, what he sees as far as the future of this Magic team and some things that he will be working on here during the offseason. We also have some terrific fan questions, including... Wendell's favorite superhero and what might be lying in the future here for young Wendell. All that more on this edition of Magic Pod Squad presented by Kia with Wendell Carter Jr. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. This podcast is brought to you by Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. And it is my pleasure to welcome in Wendell Carter Jr., our latest guest here on Orlando Magic Pod Squad. You're on with David Steele, Jeff Turner, Dante Marcatelli. Did you notice how quickly George Galante bailed? If there's any work involved, do you notice that George is gone immediately? I I peeped that. I never peeped. (laughs) You did did notice that. Okay. Even in your couple of weeks, you picked that up. Well, hey, listen, we're 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 so glad to have you here in Orlando. And I know Magic fans are excited to hear your story and and get to know you here a little bit. But I got to ask you first, at the time of this recording, Last night, Cole Anthony hit that big game winner. Yeah. We got to see kind of a little glimpse for a couple of minutes of, of kind of how, how wild Cole is. Take yeah. us behind the scenes. What, what, who is the Cole Anthony that you know and you've gotten to know here the last couple of weeks? Um, you know, me and Cole, he's de- definitely outgoing, definitely outgoing person. Um, says whatever is on his mind, whenever he's going to, whenever, doesn't matter where we at, who's around, he's going to say it. And last night, I think <laughs> he definitely, uh, he, after hitting that shot, like, you know, emotions were everywhere. So he just kind of just let it all out. <laughs> let everybody know how he was feeling. Um, yeah. I mean, behind the scenes, it was basically the same thing he was doing in front of everybody. So it wasn't nothing, nothing different at all. It wasn't That's a strange. Carolina, Carolina Duke thing. I mean, is there, there's a different in personalities there. Is that, how would you describe that? Is that a Carolina Duke thing or is it something else? <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Uh, no, nah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, you know, with me playing with Kobe White up in, up in Chicago, it's, they definitely share some similar personalities for sure. <laughs> similar personality traits in my opinion. But uh, no, nah, it's not. It's not like you know. You go to North Carolina, go to Duke. You're gonna be this kind of person or this kind of person. No, no, I'm sure that's that's the case. Yeah. Well, Wendell, hey, take us. Some... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dante. Go ahead, Dante. I was you, gonna say. You, I was gonna say. Going take us there. through. Take us through the the last month or so. Ever since you've joined Orlando, the absolute whirlwind uh, that it's been for you, and and kind of. Uh, the the people you've had to meet, just kind of everything you've had to do from finding a place to live, from meeting teammates, yeah. learning a new system, what this yeah. last month has been like for you? Uh, it was kind of like getting drafted all over again, in my opinion. 
Um, you know, coming coming to a new city, uh, new teammates, new coaching staff, got to learn new plays. Um, like you said, looking for housing now still. Um, but I feel like everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a, it's definitely a beauty and a struggle. Um, you know, uh, as soon as I came down here, we went on the West Coast trip. So, you know, that was that was a whole different, you know, thing I had to battle on my own. So, I mean, it's a, uh, it was tough, you know, when I first got down here for sure. Um, you know, mainly off the court, but on the court, you know, it's basketball at the end of the day. You, know, just, you go out there, you just play basketball. You know, everybody's strengths up. You know, watch plenty of the games before before I got here, just to get a feel for what everybody likes to do. You know, we just go out there and hoop. You know, we all we all here for a reason. We all can play basketball, so that's not the hard part at all. It was just you know all the moving around and things like that. But you know, I'm definitely good though. I'm 22 years old. I think I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, Wendell, I, I know you don't do all of that on your own, though, too. You've got people yeah. that help you. Uh, you've got, I, I would assume you got some family members that have helped you make the adjustment uh, and the magic reach out and help players uh, get accustomed to their new yeah. environment as well. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely had some people from uh, my mom, and my dad were actually both living with me in Chicago. So they were able to kind of, um, helped me with this transition a lot. I got a, one of my best friends. He actually lives with me. Um, you know, definitely helped me a lot. He actually uh, was able to get a lot of my clothes down from Chicago to uh, Orlando. Um, you know, just, you know, just the little things, you know, they definitely helped me with. And then um, Reagan definitely helped me a lot. Um, Becky, Becky helped me a, a, a lot too. And, uh, you know, they definitely made the transition as simple as possible for me, for sure. So I can just come right in and just play basketball. You know what, guys? This is interesting. You, you guys will get a kick out of this. He, he went to Duke University, right? We all know about the Cameron crazies and, and how wild it is. He made the comment that he was a little bit used to it because that's what he experienced in high school. So yeah. pace it, So take us back to Pace Academy <laughs> in Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. and let us know. I mean, that had to have been one heck of an atmosphere yeah. if, it was gonna, if it was anything close to what you see it do? Yeah, I mean, you know, me being an honest person, uh, Pace wasn't the best basketball team before I got there. So when I got there, it kind of, you know, brought a brought a spark there, you know, sold out games every night, home games, standing room only. And uh, if you actually would go to Pace, it gives you like Duke vibes, like the way the, build, the, way the buildings look, all that kind of stuff. Like it's a pretty big campus for it to be a high school. So, uh, and with that, I mean the they just the, the fans just were all on the court every game, yelling, <laughs> yelling at the opposing team, making it very uncomfortable for them. Like I never seen anything like it. Then when I went to Duke, I'm like, oh, this is this is normal. I ain't know this is normal. Like <laughs> so I was definitely used to it for sure. <laughs> Wendell, where you were talking. You, obviously, you went to Duke from from Pace and everything. What other schools recruited you? Where, you know, what was an alternative that uh, Lindell Carter Jr. may have gone to college at? Yeah. So uh, my my uh, final four was Harvard, Duke, uh, Georgia, and Georgia Tech. And um, the reason, if, if if it wasn't for Duke, I would have probably went to Harvard. Um, it would have been it would have been tough. 
you know, in terms of what my long-term goals were, which was to get to the NBA, it would have been tough for me to kind of reach that goal, and I understood that. But, uh, you know, when my mom and my dad were both big on academics. And, like, even on my visits to Duke, they were wearing Harvard jackets and stuff like that, like trying to make a <laughs> statement, trying to, like, hey, he's going to Harvard. Like, y'all better pull out all the stops for him. So, uh, yeah, Harvard was probably going to be my, my my next choice. And um, actually, Mo, Mo Bamba, we kind of flirted with it for a little minute where we was going to both go there, but uh, it didn't last long. And we, we both understood, like, it would be very tough for us to get to the next level going to Harvard. And uh, the head coach there, um, what's his name? Tommy Amaker. Yeah, Tom, yeah Tommy Amaker. Yeah. 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 He he also Duke understood guy. that. Too. Yeah, Duke <laughs> guy. And uh, he, he definitely understood, like, man, it will be tough for you to get to the next level, but – you know, he definitely would have tried to do all he could if I went there. You know, we've talked about it uh, amongst ourselves about it, looking around the NBA, just how many young players there are from the Atlanta area right now. Yeah. It seems like the Atlanta area is just uh, just bursting at the seams with great basketball talent. You and Chuma, Colin Sexton, all in the same class. Yeah. Um, Okoro uh, from that area, Davion Mitchell, and that's just in the last couple of years. What's going on with Atlanta area basketball? What, <laughs> what, why, why is it exploding right now like that, you think? Uh, actually, growing up, you know, I, I've actually had my fair share with, with all of those guys you just mentioned. Um, Colin, we go back to, um, <laughs> I think, fifth grade, fourth grade. We played together for a little minute. Um, then he ended up playing with me when I got a little bit older. Um, with the CP3 team, um, like growing up, like you saw the potential in all of us. Like we were all really good. We were all, um, you know, well known, especially in the Atlanta area. And then, I mean, a lot. What well, a lot of people say it's all about timing, um, chance, um, a little bit of luck, and we all, we all, all those things lined up for us for us to get to the NBA. And you know, we're. I think it's an Atlanta thing for sure. You know, once we give an opportunity, we're gonna take it by storm and we're gonna do the best we can. And that's that's kind of what happened these last couple of years. So that's that's why I think Atlanta is busting right now for sure. Wendell, it's and you, it's funny on the broadcast, David and I, you know, we're always talking. One of the amazes me is um, your fundamentals for for a big guy that some of the things that you do, especially defensively and your footwork and everything. Tell us about your, the coaching that you've received. Cause I, it's, it's got to be special. Maybe it's, maybe it's your dad. I don't know, but where, where does that foundation come from? That great coaching that you've received. Yeah, it definitely came from my dad. My dad definitely had a huge role in pretty much all my development on the court. Um, you know, from being able to, do a lot of things with my left hand to my jump shot to my drop step, my spin moves, everything I really got from my dad. And I just kind of took it and, you know, tried to perfect it to the best of my ability. So I definitely give a lot, a lot, a lot of credit to my dad when it comes to my development. Like he, uh, he, you know, gave me all that he had, you know what I'm saying? So he definitely, uh, fact that she was one person, it was definitely him for sure. You know, Wendell, why don't you let let everybody know a little bit about about your dad? Your dad has a remarkable story, and he's overcome so much. Was able yeah. to play professionally. You know, he, yeah. he, he he fell in love with the game of basketball, and it, it kind of just just kind of let everybody know 
yeah, as much as you care to his story yeah. and, and how inspiring that that may be for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad definitely had a very, very difficult upbringing. You know, he was, uh, he was in, he was born an orphan. Um, his, uh, then his, both his parents died when I think he was around 13, 14 years old and him and his brother really just had each other. You know, he, he, you know, he always preached to me that, you know, he had to grow up really fast and, um, you know, I can only imagine at 13, 14 years old, not having no supervision. So right. I'm sure he went through a lot more things. He probably hasn't even told me yet. Um, right. Or he probably would never tell me. I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, you know, he, he was able to make it out of that situation. And, you know, he kind of just fell in love. He first, his first love was football. And, um, you know, he fell in love with football. Then um, got hurt so many times. He was like, man, I can't keep playing this. Ended up playing basketball. Fell in love with that. He, he took it as far as the game would let him. You know, he ended up playing at Delta State um, down in Mississippi when he met my met my mom. Then he uh, played in Dominican Republic for a couple of years, and then he ended up breaking his kneecap. And then after that, that's when I was born, and he understood like I gave it, he gave the game all he could. So it's time to move on, try to try to take care of the family. So he definitely has a. Uh, his 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 background definitely built him. You know what I'm saying? He he uh a lot of memories, a lot of memories for sure for him. No question. Remarkable story. Now your mom played college basketball as well. How how much yeah. of an influence has she been in your development as a as a person and as a basketball player? Yeah, she she's more on the person side. You know, I <laughs> if you ever get a chance to talk to her, she'll even tell yourself like. She hated basketball. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she got to Ole Miss because she was tall. She, she knew how to play the game, but she hated running. She hated doing all that stuff. Like she'll tell you herself that too. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as a person, she definitely was just. Um, she just helped. Like academically, that's probably, that's probably was her was her thing. You know, I, I couldn't play basketball unless I had all A's, probably up until about the 11th grade. Um, she She's taken me out of games before because I, you know, try to hide my report card knowing I had like a C or a B or something like that. And she'll find it and be like, oh, no, you're not playing. Like She's taken me out at a halftime of a game one time and told me I couldn't play no more. Like, Is that right? Yeah. Well, you got to tell that story. That's all yeah. right. It was, uh, <laughs> what was, what was, was the most embarrassing one for you? <laughs> Give us, um, give us the, the yes. one that, that hit you the most. Uh, so we we were, I can't remember if this was my school team or my AU team. Because in AU, we would play sometimes like very, very early and we'll still be in school a little bit. So it was either AU or, or uh, school league. And um, I lied to her about uh, my report card. Like, I just told her, like, yeah, I, I got all A's. Like, I'm all good. And the uh, – my super uh, – not my supervisor, but my my teacher called her and, you know, told her what my grades were. And, you know, they had a certain expectation for me in class because I usually had all A's. But at this point, I wasn't doing as well. Like, you know, it just kind of happened like that. And then um, <laughs> it was a really big game. It was like the quarterfinals of some tournament. Or we was doing something. And – we're, you know, we're meeting right before the game. And she comes up, says, Wendell, you're not playing today. 
I'm like, whoa, mom, what you doing? Like, I felt embarrassed. You know, I was a little kid at that moment. I'm like, mom, chill, chill, like, stop. She's like, no, you're not playing right now. Like, no. And then I didn't ask her why. I just started crying. I was mad. <laughs> I was wow. serious. And then that was that was it. <laughs> she, I didn't play that game. And we ended up losing, too. Oh, Went home. No. Just crying in my room all night. Like, Hey, God. you never forgot it, though, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> never <laughs> No. I'm, I'm no. wondering, did did your That's coach amazing. at the time, I bet he didn't mess with your mom, did he? He didn't oh, even argue oh, no. with her. Oh, no, no, no. no. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. When she got her mind made up, you ain't changing it. You're not changing it. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Well, what do they what do they think about Orlando? Have they had a chance to to do much, or what are their thoughts yeah. about Orlando and about your new your new situation? Man, she, my mom and in particular, she loves Orlando. Um, when I was a kid, every year, every summer, we used to come to Orlando just to go to Disney World, Universal, stuff like that. So we always, as a as a family, love to come to Orlando. So now that I'm in this situation, um, I like when I found out I was coming to Orlando, I already knew my mom was going to want to move down here for sure. Like she loves Orlando. She loves anywhere that's hot. She got access to a beach, water, somewhere. <laughs> that's That's her speed right there. And, uh, yeah, she definitely loves it. My dad loves it. You know, um, he's more on the you know basketball side. I think it's a great opportunity for me, a great opportunity for um, for the team as a, as a, as a unit. So um, they're, they're both definitely uh, very excited for sure. You get guys don't see it. I get to see them. Yeah, I get to see. Exactly. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of people coming to visit. Oh, yeah, I see them. Sure. I see them at every game. I see your parents, yeah. Wendell, at, at every yeah. game and, they're having a great time. And I, you know, Jeff, you can relate to this, but uh, the, the, you know, you get feedback at the end of every game. I'm sure you get a ton of text messages and everybody's yeah. telling you what you did right or wrong. And what, what do they tell you? Is that, are they the ones that are the most honest with you after a game? Uh, my dad, my dad doesn't even text me after games. Cause you know, he's, he's played at the professional level and he understands like you have good games, you have bad games. Like he gets it. So he never really tries to overwhelm me, knowing I have coaches, I got um, trainers, you know what I'm saying? I got people who's also helping me out in that aspect. So he kind of tries to stay out of it and just be my dad. Well, that's good. Uh, my mom, you know, she'll just tell me, you know, just keep your head up, play hard. You know, you can't can't control whatever. Just control what you can control. That's usually always her message. Like, not to – she never is like, man, you got to make more shots. So you got to do this. You got to do that. Like, it just control what you can control, and because all this is already written, you know everything is. It's all happened before, so that's that's kind of where she's at with that. That's great. That's great. We were so wondering Wendell, about your uh, your 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 on court. We talked about this, Jeff and I, a lot on the air. Your on court chemistry with Chuma. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it it jumped out at us really that's early. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, is that is it real? Are we is it something? Are we seeing what's really there? Or I mean, what what is do you with, do you even like you Chuma? Hey, that's what we <laughs> want to know. know. You know, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nah, Chuma Chuma's definitely my guy. Uh, you know, with us both being from Atlanta, like we we played a lot together, a lot of basketball, a lot of traveling together, and uh, it's crazy how it all came full circle. We ended up playing in the league together, and uh, you know, when we out there. It's, I don't know. I think we just both had that certain feel for the game. That's pretty similar, you know, uh, especially whenever he's playing like the four. A lot of teams like to try to switch four, uh, the four and the five. So 
Um, it definitely makes it easier whenever we're doing pick and roll or anything like that, dribble handoffs. Like, it makes it a lot easier because he's at the four, and a lot of fours really can't guard him. So, you know, it just makes it easier for me whenever I'm going in the pick and rolls or whatever uh, with him. And he just makes the right read every time, you know. So, uh, it's definitely something that's going to be a, a good thing for us in the future. But future. do you like Chuma? I mean, is he, is it? <laughs> he didn't really answer that, did he, JT? He didn't really. He didn't answer. Kinda, See, that's the thing. You know, he said yeah, earlier, right. you know, he and Mobamba. Right, 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 right. Uh, but, you know, we just we just want to know. We're just inquiring minds. We want to, do you like Chuma? Yeah, yeah, I, I like Chuma for sure. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Let me ask you this. So, uh, the other night, last two games against Memphis, um, you're on the floor and there are three other Duke players on the other roster. As you go around the league and you're, you know, you're playing these teams with other Duke players. Yeah. I always hear that Carolina has yeah. this, you know, all of the players keep in touch through the, yeah. through the years. I heard Vince Carter said he's on a, a text thread with 50 former players going back to Sam Perkins in 84. Yeah. Is, is it like that with Duke? Do you guys, I mean, do y'all stay in touch like that through the years? Uh, I think it's more so your class. Like my class, I've I've kept in touch with everybody that was on my team. Like the ones that's in the league, the ones that's not in the league. Like we're still all pretty close. Um, Marvin Grayson, um, uh, Trevon Duvall, uh, Gary Trent. Um, like we're all pretty close. So uh, it's not like I'm still cool with Justice and Tyus and. And then all of them, like, I'm, I'm still close with them, but it's just a different kind of relationship. Like, those guys I went to class, that I went to Duke with, like, we got a, a much tighter, much much better relationship than I do with the ones who came before me or after me. You know, Wendell, I, I think Magic fans are getting excited seeing what the future of this team can be. Um, when you think about what you guys have already kind of started to put together, we've had some terribly exciting finishes uh, yeah. here, especially you know one with the game winner with Cole the other night. But do you look at this core you know, with RJ, with you, with Cole, Chuma, you know all these guys, and, and Mo, and think about man, this time next year, this could be awfully exciting in this town. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we 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 definitely got the potential, in my opinion. We got all the pieces, um, you know, just with some, you know, some practice time. You know, a lot of people take that uh, for granted, like just to go up and down with each other, just to run through some sets, get the chemistry going, get the timing on point. Like that makes a huge difference, you know. And then with this offseason coming up and, you know, training camp, I think that's going to, especially with us being so young, I think that's going to be like really, really huge for us. So um, I'm definitely excited, man. I'm just I know next year is going to be a great thing for us. We see you working with Mike Batiste, the assistant coaches. Um, what 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 is what's the next step for you? What where where in development? Uh, you're you're a young player. Like Jeff said, you've got amazing feel for the game. You got great footwork. You've got a lot of things going for you already. But what's next for you in your in your player development? Um, stretching the floor, being more consistent from the outside. Um, that's something that. The whole coaching staff kind of kind of uttered to me that, you know, for me to go to that next level, you know, kind of what Vooch did while he was here, um, you know, just expanding his game, and that just opens the court the the court up for everybody, you know, just being a being a threat from the outside. I definitely 
definitely think that's the, that's the next step for me. Um, you know, I'm just improving on my defensive abilities, being able to switch out on the guards, being able to switch out on the uh, other shooting guard, guards and other forwards. Um, other than that, I think I think that's that's really the, the two main things that going into the offseason I'm definitely focused on. You know, do you like Jeff, the you physical think, nature of the game? Do, do yeah. you, it looks like you kind of enjoy the contact. Uh, you yeah. know, we, we we discuss it on, on the air a lot. You you don't back away. Uh, you you'll go out there and bang with the biggest, strongest guys in the NBA. We've seen that already. Do you enjoy the contact? Yeah, yeah. That that was something my dad also preached to me. <laughs> Never be the, the the second one getting hit. Always initiate <laughs> initiate the contact. That's all he always preached that. So it definitely stuck with me. For sure. You know, it's interesting, Jeff. Who was it that tried to back him down the other day and Wendell didn't move? Was it was it Jonas? Just slid yeah, yeah right? Jonas Jonas started to go left shoulder into you. Yeah. And um I think they did call the foul on you, but he's the one yeah. that fell backwards. Yeah. So we, yeah. We're definitely <laughs> talking about that. Yeah. Can you is that something you can is that can you learn that or is that something you have or you don't? Like you have that. Can other yeah. people learn that or is that just is that, something guys have or not? No, you definitely can learn it. It's like, because in my first year, I struggled with picking up fouls a lot. Like, I averaged like four fouls a game, like, because I was using my hands too much, doing too much. Like, but it's definitely like, especially on um, post defense, you definitely can play at a certain technique and um, use your leverage against them, especially where you're not the bigger, per the bigger person in the scenario. Just being able to use your leverage, get lower. And especially since, you know, they let us use a forearm. I, feel like you definitely need to use it so you can hold them up a little bit. So there's definitely a, a technique to it. And I actually learned it when I was in Chicago, and it definitely works for sure. That's great. Well, I got one more. We got a bunch. We got a couple of probably about five or six questions from fans that we wanted. You okay. can just go through them really quick. But I got before we do that, I, I got to get your thoughts on Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford, in your three weeks, one month, Yep. Your impressions of Coach Cliff. He's very direct. He knows what yep. he's talking about. He's always prepared. You guys yep. have looked like a team from the second you all got here. It's amazing yeah. that he can do that. I'd yeah. love to get your what it's like on your end working with Coach Cliff. Man, I um I love him as a coach. Love him as a person too. Like, you know, I, I can tell just from his his energy when I first met him, when I first got to Orlando that. You know, he's all about helping the player. He's player driven, a player driven coach. And um, and he's also all about winning. No matter the scenario, no matter it's the last game of the season, we have no chance of getting in the playoffs. He's he's a person I know that's gonna go out there and try to win that game. You know, and and I can always respect that. Um, um yeah, he doesn't buy into politics, he doesn't buy into the outside noise. Um he's He's legit, in my opinion, and you know I'm always going to back him, no matter what he says. Like I'm, I'm behind him, no matter what. Well, that's awesome, and I think we all agree. We can see he's behind you. He's a big yeah. fan of yours already. Yeah, with huge that. fan of yours, that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. All right, this is a good question. Why do you wear the number thirty-four? I don't know that I've heard that story. So, uh, what? Uh, where did that come from? Uh, my dad. My dad wore thirty-four all his life. Um, he started off as thirty-five, then he changed it to thirty-four. But yeah, and uh, my favorite player being Hakeem Olajuwon. That's also another reason. But it definitely started with my dad. We got one from Hakeem Olajuwon. I like that. That was one of the 
That was one of the questions sort of, uh, you know, about his favorite. But uh, here's another one along those lines from a fan, Wendell. Who's your, your favorite teammate that you've played with, whether it be high school, uh, college, NBA? That's from a fan. Uh. See, you didn't really say Chuma right away. Single anybody so out. <laughs> I know they're close. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's <laughs> fishing for something. He's look. He's on to something. No, he's on to no, something. David's been telling us that they got great chemistry. How close they are. I was like, slow down. Maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> he keeps saying they may not even like each other. <laughs> they may not like great. each other. They're good <laughs> teammates. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, oh that's funny. Probably, we ain't had enough. If we've played a full year, I'll probably say Chuma, but we ain't played that much. So it's like, I can't just make of course. my favorite yet. No, I understand. All right. No. Yeah. We're, we're my favorite teammate would probably been uh, Chris Dunn in Chicago when he was there. My, my first my first two years. He was a great teammate, even when he wasn't playing. You know, he was, He was, you know. That's a, a good, a great teammate. That's about it. And what makes a great teammate? What, what um, made him special? So he was a leader, and his way of leading was vocally. Like he was going to let you know what he thought, what he thought would work, what didn't work. And you know, he he liked confrontation. Like if you felt like it wasn't that, you know, you could have that conversation. You know, we would still go out there and just play our game. No, he was very mature. Right? He didn't feed into the, the emotional side of it. Like, you know, this is basketball. We're going to come in. We're going to talk about it. And let's go out there and do it. So, as someone, he was, you know, very direct and, um, and honest at the same time. So, I definitely gotcha. respect him. Yeah. So, your favorite player was Akeem Olajuwon. What was your favorite team, NBA team, growing up? Did you have a favorite? Uh, no. I just kind of just – I had favorite players, but I never really, you know, rocked with one team. Not a big Hawks fan? You you, did, you grew up there in Atlanta? The Hawks weren't your yeah. team, huh? Nah, nah. Yeah. Rarely watched the Hawks. Probably went to like two or three games, but, yeah, wasn't a huge Hawks fan. That's great. You told me a couple of days ago you're a big – he's a big movie buff, guys, and he likes the – the thinking yeah. movies, right? He yeah. likes to yeah. he likes to dive into that. But you didn't yeah. mention you didn't mention Avengers. Are you into that at all? This this person wants to know your favorite Avenger. Do you have a favorite? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with the Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that because uh, we I got like a Human it. Torch. You got a Human Torch as your teammate. Yeah, yeah we, got, we got that. Right? <laughs> yeah, guys, can you guys make that happen? Can we work? Wendell into a couple of Hulk smashes on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm with that. I like that. I like that. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> well, like we can do that. <laughs> on to something. A little Hulk smash after a couple of dunks. Good. Yeah. Wendell, I think I know the answer to this one, but but maybe not. Um, this is from a fan. Funniest player on the team. Chuma. It's wow. unbelievable to me. We, I know. I've, We've he's heard been here two words. years. I've heard him say six words. Yeah. He, he's he's one of those guys. He don't even try to be funny. And he's just funny. Like, <laughs> he's so, like, monotone. He doesn't really raise his voice or anything. He just I can kind of see that. Yeah, he's hilarious. Is it, dry? is it a dry sense of humor? Yeah, it's a dry. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Very dry. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. We're going to work that out. Pancakes or waffles? This person uh, wants to know, pancakes or waffles? Going with waffles. 
Yeah, I'm a waffle guy. There another one we got time for JT. You got one more off the list. Well, I, I was just looking. It says um, fan wants to know if you could go against any team, past or present, which one would it be? Go That's a tough question. Definitely go against. I definitely want to go against the uh, '96 Bulls for sure. Just you know, go out there, test your, test my abilities. You know, see how it is. See him, see Michael in person. Never seen him play in person before, so that'll be you know, and try to win that game. Yeah, for sure. Two two and a half years in Chicago, they probably didn't mention that team many times when you were there, huh? The '96 Bulls. You probably didn't hear about that every every turn. All right, last thing, last thing, because we get excited thinking about this, and David and Jeff have brought it up a couple times on the broadcast. At some point next year, Wendell Carter Jr. Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz, right? And then you can feel it. Maybe it's Chuma and Cole, whatever the other two look like. How excited do you get thinking about what 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 this team is going to look like, not only next year, but for the immediate future? Um, man, I get goosebumps just thinking about it, man. Just knowing where Markel's came from, where Jonathan's came from, like those are two fantastic players that each year have gotten better. And I, you know, haven't great faith that they're going to come into next year and give it all that they got. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm definitely excited, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to play alongside those two players, man. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, we're excited. We're excited, and we get you down for 67 wins next year. So, we're going to hold yeah. you to that. <laughs> no, 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 pre- no pressure. No, no pressure, pressure at all. No Oh, this is great, Wendell. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the time. It's been great getting to chat with. Hopefully, we can meet you in person sometime. Yeah, yeah. Good, good luck. Good luck the rest of the way. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, you got it. Thanks, Wendell. This podcast brought to you by Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. We'll see you next time. 